Listen to God's Word for November 6th. Today's reading includes Matthew 23 and Luke 20. May God bless this reading of His Word. Matthew 23 Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to His disciples. The scribes and Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So practice and observe everything they tell you. But do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy, burdensome loads and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. All their deeds are done for men to see. They broaden their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love the places of honor at banquets, the chief seats in the synagogues, the greetings in the marketplaces, and the title of rabbi by which they are addressed. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers. And do not call anyone on earth your father, for you have one father who is in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you shall be your servant, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let in those who wish to enter. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You traverse land and sea to win a single convert, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as you are. Woe to you, blind guides! You say, if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools! Which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes it sacred? And you say, if anyone swears by the altar, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift on it, he is bound by his oath. You blind men! Which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes it sacred? So then, he who swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And he who swears by the temple swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by God's throne and by the one who sits on it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You pay tithes of mint, dill, and cumin, but you have disregarded the weightier matters of the law justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides! You strain out a gnat but swallow a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee! First clean the inside of the cup and dish, so that the outside may become clean as well. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! 
You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of impurity. In the same way, on the outside you appear to be righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous. And you say, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partners with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are the sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of the sin of your fathers. You snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape the sentence of hell? Because of this, I am sending you prophets and wise men and teachers. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and others you will flog in your synagogues and persecute in town after town. And so upon you will come all the righteous blood shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Truly, I tell you, all these things will come upon this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those sent to her, how often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were unwilling. Look, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, that you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Luke 20 One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the gospel, the chief priests and scribes, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us, they said, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? I will also ask you a question, Jesus replied. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or from men? They deliberated among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it was from. And Jesus replied, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Then he proceeded to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, rented it out to some tenants, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect his share of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat the servant and sent him away empty-handed. So he sent another servant, but they beat him and treated him shamefully, sending him away empty-handed. Then he sent a third, but they wounded him and threw him out. What shall I do? asked the owner of the vineyard. I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw the son, they discussed it among themselves and said, 
This is the heir. Let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants, and will give the vineyard to others. And when the people heard this, they said, May such a thing never happen. But Jesus looked directly at them and said, Then what is the meaning of that which is written, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? Everyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but he on whom it falls will be crushed. When the scribes and chief priests realized that Jesus had spoken this parable against them, they sought to arrest him that very hour, but they were afraid of the people. So they watched him closely and sent spies who pretended to be sincere. They were hoping to catch him in his words in order to hand him over to the rule and authority of the governor. Teacher, they inquired, we know that you speak and teach correctly. You show no partiality, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus saw through their duplicity and said to them, Show me a denarius, whose image and inscription are on it. Caesar's, they answered. So Jesus told them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And they were unable to trap him in his words before the people, and amazed at his answer, they fell silent. Then some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to question him. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man is to marry his brother's widow and raise up offspring for him. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a wife but died childless. Then the second and the third married the widow, and in the same way all seven died, leaving no children. And last of all, the woman died. So then, in the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For all seven were married to her. Jesus answered, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy to share in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. In fact, they can no longer die, because they are like the angels. And since they are sons of the resurrection, they are sons of God. Even Moses demonstrates that the dead are raised in the passage about the burning bush. For he calls the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. Some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well and they did not dare to question him any further. Then Jesus declared, How can it be said that the Christ is the son of David? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Thus David calls him Lord. So how can he be David's son? 
In the hearing of all the people, Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes. They like to walk around in long robes, and they love the greetings in the marketplaces, the chief seats in the synagogues, and the places of honor at banquets. They defraud widows of their houses, and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will receive greater condemnation. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.